0: So other than, you know, uh, me going to Scotland, I've been I'm on the third book of the three body trilogy.
1: Golly, dude. I feel like you were just on number one.
0: Yeah. So I read the second one basically on the plane ride back from Scotland. I was only like I was like one hundred and seventy pages in. By the time we landed, I only had one hundred pages left. And it's like a four hundred and eighty page book. So uh, I was cruising through it um and then i finished it the next day so uh, i wanted to i just couldn't put it down all right i couldn't put it down
1: how long is the flight from scotland
0: seven hours but i also i watched casino royale uh during the flight so i took a break oh and God. then i read more
1: golly dude how did you do? Did you have like the little light and you yeah i just the had the little light. light i mean it was a
0: not an overnight flight on the way back um it was just oh, like cool. during the day we took off at like 10 a.m. and we landed in new york at 1 p.m. local time so um it was kind of convenient
1: ah going back in time don't you yes. know how that works
0: yeah. yep going back Thanks. in time just had to stay up and kind of got over jet lag within like two days so
1: perfect sounds like a sweet trip then it all worked out
0: yeah. On the way there, though, jet lagged for like half the trip, though. So. Ah.
1: Uh, it's yeah. a little harder going that way. Yeah. A little hard uh. going
0: into the future, you know, <laughs> some would say.
1: Going back to the future and then back to the past. I was going to say, what was the highlight of the trip? Anything
0: in particular? Ooh. You know, I had I to say we went to the, the Scottish Highlands. Yeah. Um, ah, the Highlands. Yes. It was actually – it was you know Shortland. truly beautiful. Um, if you've never been a – you know, definitely highly recommend it. It's just – it's kind of like – mythical in the way like the environment like you just get up there and it's just mountain valleys that seem to stretch on forever and it just doesn't seem to be any sign of like civilization and it's just kind of like insane like it's it's truly out of this world um wow so we like went up there and we like hiked uh which is
1: cool were there like a plethora of sheets sheeps and or goats <laughs>
0: There were a lot of goats, but they were like part of farms, you know, like the uh, the okay. occasional farm you would see, you'd like, you'd see like goats and sheep.
1: <laughs> In my head, it's just beautiful, beautiful pasture land. And there's like one little rebellious goat named like Scotty. Hey, Scotty, what are you doing over there, Scotty? Come back, come back. Come back, Scotty. Uh, come back. Come back, Scotty. <laughs> oh,
0: shiver, <McTimbers. laughs> shiver me timbers.
1: Shiver me timbers. Ah, ish.
0: So stereotypical. On that
1: note, with <laughs> terrible, my terrible Scottish accent. I can't do one. I want to get into it, there, bud.
0: Yes, let's let's do it. Let's do it.
1: Ah, we've been leaving the people waiting. So let's I know. Dive on in. <laughs> hey there, everyone, and welcome to the What You Got podcast, where we talk topics A to Z and everything in between. I'm Jordan Palmer, joined as always by the wildly wonderful Charlie Bud, and today. We're somewhat rehashing an old topic in a new form. Early on in this podcast, we talked about surviving a zombie apocalypse, and that just so happens to be the central plot of HBO's The Last of Us, a show adapted from the critically acclaimed video game of the same name. It just so happens that I never played this game, but Charlie, I know you did. For the sake of today's episode, I was hoping we could start by chatting about the quality of the adaptation. And let's throw up some spoiler warnings too, because there's a lot to dish about. So, considering HBO's take when compared to the source material, Bud, what you got?
0: Walmart is actually a pretty faithful adaptation. Uh, For the most part, they hit all the. They never steered away from any of the story beats that were in the game. Like all the story beats were the pretty much the exact same. Um, The only thing that they really changed, or rather, they kind of just expanded upon a lot of things in the show um mm. so like the first like episode uh definitely like the game kind of starts out like it's a game in the sense that so the pacing is They just need to kind of get you playing the game. So they like it's a very story driven game, it's very narrative. There's a reason that they adapted it into a show, but the game basically just starts off and the apocalypse is essentially already uh, happening. But in the show, they kind of let that build up. It takes like maybe almost an hour before anything bad kind of happens and they kind of give some backstory uh, to it with like, you know, how they kind of related a lot to climate change in the show. It's not really ever explained what happens other than that there's like. Some contain- contaminated crops that are is the reason for this widespread infection. Uh, they do call it Cordyceps. That's all the same. And then like episode three in the show, which is like the Bill and Frank episode, that is not in the game at all. Bill and Frank are in the game, although actually, spoiler alert for the game, Frank's dead. Um, when you you don't ever get to meet him, he's already dead. But Bill is very much alive. Um, but uh, <laughs> Joel and Ellie in the game actually meet Bill and, like, interact with him and, like, try to, like, and he's living in, like, a tired town. But for the most part, yes, the game um, and the show is a very faithful adaptation, and I was actually quite impressed. Um that, And what really helps is they actually had the writer of the game help write the show and, like, be one of the showrunners. So that definitely is a,
1: a big plus. Yeah, I was looking into some of the backstory uh, just beyond the creation of the show, and apparently the showrunner also wanted to be involved in uh, Uncharted, but ultimately he wasn't really like too too heavily involved. But like The Last of Us was the priority, and so it had originally been cranked up as a film, but I think it just kind of fell into that dead phase where it's an idea and it's starting to kind of come into uh, into being, but then they ultimately scrap it. And he really believed in the fact that it should be made into a show just so you can kind of pull out some of those storylines. And ultimately, HBO uh, HBO bought it.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's great. I don't know how it would have worked as a movie. I feel like there's too many. Um, I feel like the relationship between Joel and Ellie is kind of a is almost core to the 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 plot. Um, and I don't know if a movie could really capture that, especially since I feel like it would have to just rush to each major kind of event. Or rather, they. I feel like a movie would have to completely just change how the story was told. Um, so I think a TV show is the best fit medium. And that's interesting about Uncharted, because um, I know Neil Truckman only wrote the fourth Uncharted game. He didn't write the first three. So uh, mm. maybe that's why. Um, but yeah. interesting
1: and i was curious because i wanted to ask you about this it struck me that cordyceps the i guess fungal infection that ultimately becomes the pandemic isn't really too well described so there's the moment when they say that it was in the plants or in the food supply and then Mm. there was a moment when they were in i think it was indonesia when Mm. they first spotted it and they brought it to some microbiologist or whoever it may be And her only response for how to address it was to basically annihilate the population that it was first discovered in, so it didn't spread. Uh, So I guess I just wanted to ask you, in terms of your understanding, do you think it was better for the story to give a little bit less about all of that? Or do you think you would have enhanced it had they gone into some more detail?
0: Um, No, I mean, I think it's just interesting that the show chose to explain it. The game, like the whole, oh, it's spread by crops, is actually not something that is explicitly told by you there's like a piece of paper you can find that tells you that information but you could uh. easily miss that if you're not looking for it uh, so <laughs> otherwise it doesn't actually tell you anything um it does offer some interesting perspective and i think the show also has this but the game has like multiple moments where you like walk through like ruined cities and a lot of the times they're bombed out. And, uh, I think the show is just more kind of explicitly telling you, like, yeah, kind of a reason for that. was because they just had no other response. They just, in the game, they're just like, they just thought that bombing it all like the bombing would stop the spread. Um, mm. so like, that's why like Boston is destroyed, um, and other cities as well. But we haven't seen some of the other big cities that we go to in the there's two games in the two games. So, um, there's another big one in the second one. In fact, the entirety of the second game kind of takes place in this city. Ooh. So, um, but I'm not going to say which city it is. Um,
1: <laughs> okay. Play it cool. Play it cool. Play it cool. I... Have some ideas. However, they went to some pretty random locations in season one. So it's season, season one's a like a,
0: it is a well-known city, but season one is like a journey across the U.S. Right? And so like, yeah. Season well, here they're doing part two into two seasons because part two is significantly longer. But um, oh,
1: that's good to know. I was gonna ask kind of how you thought they were gonna break it up. Slash, do you think they're gonna add additional seasons once they? finish out the story that was created. In
0: I think there's rumors of a part 3 being developed, uh, by, by Naughty Dog, but we'll see, you know, they're kind of in the dark about what, uh, that studio's next project is. Um, cause they wrapped up part two back in 2020. So it's only been three years and a lot of people don't know game development these days, like triple high budget games take like five to seven years to make. So, you know, we're not – I'm not sure what Naughty Dog's next project is. They're working on something is all we know. So, uh, but, you know, and Neil Druckmann is, like, heading it up. He's working on something, but then he's cooking.
1: (laughs) He's cooking something up He's cooking something up
0: over there. Um, And I'm sure it's part three. That's what the big speculation and other people think it's a new IP, but – I'm sure they'll return, but uh, I don't want to steer too far away from the first season. Um, So I I don't know how much, uh, answering your original question, I don't know how much uh, benefit it really added to give that context. I think it was just cool that they expanded upon the original story. But what okay. did you think? Did okay. you like that kind of explanation or would you have preferred to kind of be left in the dark about it? Because like maybe that's what it would be like to be a survivor is that you don't truly know what happened. But.
1: So I can appreciate simplicity and I can com- appreciate a more complex answer. I feel like if they were to really go in detail, then you then have to hash out, OK, well, how do we counteract this? And you could have to you'd have to basically go into more detail in terms of creating a cure or trying to find a cure or what yep. you need for a cure. So with a little bit less, it's it's the stakes in terms of just trying to figure out how to counteract the pandemic are a little lower and you can focus more on the character development mm-hmm. and our uh, relationship building. So I appreciated the fact that they didn't go into too much detail. Just enough for me to understand that this is where it started. This is how it spreads. Watch out for this. Yeah,
0: That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Cool. Cool.
1: So Palmer, and I was want-
0: oh, I okay. just wanted to ask like yeah. before we dive too much into it, what were your overall thoughts? Because I will, I want us to know like there's definitely moments that I have I want to bring up that will be a very interesting to hear your perspective on. But before okay. we get there, I I uh, am curious, kind of like what your overall thoughts were uh, of the yeah. show.
1: So I was a little late to the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I I forget why I was so late to the game, but I want everybody recommended it. you recommended it. Some other people recommended it to me, and I said okay, I'll take the plunge. And I was foolish because I waited to watch it with my father and my sister, so I couldn't just <laughs> chug along. I had to always wait for them to like watch the next episode. But no, I uh, I really liked it. I loved the the casting. Um, I loved the character development and just kind of you got a chance to see everybody's backstory and what ultimately led mm-hmm. them to to that moment. There's a lot of room left to grow. I think that there's some things that had to be rushed and you know I understand why. Just because, yeah, it's great to be in this one town. You got to watch out for raiders, but let's keep the main thing the main thing. And we know we have to get Ellie to these these fireflies, these rebels. So let's just focus in on that. And I won't lie. I got a little upset because sometimes just common sense did not seem like what was driving people's actions. (laughs) And I wanted to choke some people out. But overall, out of, let's call it five stars, I give it a 4.5. That's pretty, that's high
0: praise. That's high praise.
1: Yes, high praise, high praise.
0: That's definitely high praise. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I definitely am curious to hear more uh, as we dive in um, about, you know, some of your other criticisms and all that stuff. Um, Yeah, because, I mean, I think the story is worth, experiencing for people so like i'm glad that it's just being made available to like a wider audience and um i do think that like uh while the show and the game pretty much have the same story i think they're very different experiences um and i can certainly get into why i think that as we dive more into the details but um there are definitely certain moments i think that uh the game can that does that does it better than the show I mean, like I feel like that's always gonna be the case when you like compare um any adaptation to its source material that you know there's there'll be moments where people will always point out, well oh, yeah, the source material just did it better, but
1: yeah. naturally naturally mm-hmm. oh man, so yeah, thinking about episode one, I was curious just because we get a chance to see Joel. Yeah. Played by Pedro Pascal, and then we see Ellie, who's played by Bella Ramsey. And I know there was a lot of hype in their casting because that was kind of the fan cast. It was and fan ultimately fan casting. It seems weirdly, like it was yeah. adopted. <laughs> so, what were your thoughts on choosing them and comparing it to the video game? Do you think that they inhabited the lives of the characters pretty accurately?
0: Um, yeah, I think they both did a really, really good job of like capturing. Um, their respective like characters, like Joel and Ellie, uh, they're also different in their own way. Like they bring their own. They didn't like. I heard that they neither of them were told to play the games. Like they were, are, were told to not play the games rather, so they didn't like get influenced by the performances of like Troy Baker and uh, <clears throat> God, I don't know. who I think it's Ashley John. I don't think it's Ashley Johnson, but whoever played Ellie. Ellie
1: was, was, was it like a motion was, capture?
0: Um, it was motion capture. Yeah, they did motion capture uh, the game, which came out in 2013. Which is pretty cool that motion capture was so. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find who the voice actor was. It is Ashley Johnson. Okay, I'm not crazy. I, it's I, you? Um, I uh, I was missed. I was like hoping I wasn't mistaking getting her mixed up with Ashley Birch, another <laughs> voice actress who does also live action stuff. But um, anyways, um. What was I saying? Um, I think that like I don't think they were one to one, and I think there are moments that I uh, believe Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson um, did it better, and then there are things that Pedro Pascal and uh, Bella Ramsey like brought to their characters that I really really enjoyed. Um, so like for me in my like own little head, like the 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 two the show and the game are like very different, but at the same time similar um so uh i do think it was really good casting i think overall they they did a very good
1: job nice 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 i would agree that's with no Mm -hmm. preconceived notions of what it should or should not be (laughs) (laughs) i mean
0: that's that's one way to experience it and like honestly i would love to sit next to you while you played the game because it would be an interesting perspective to uh that
1: so yo bill's alive what yeah bill oh my god <laughs>
0: what's going on oh and also ron swanson as bill is hilarious oh dude, um, love it. but like i i feel like ron swanson's bill and the bill in the game are just so like th- they're like both seem like that totally makes sense that bill is a like a was a, a doomsday prepper like it totally makes <laughs> sense given his character in the game um, uh, but it's just like it's just so like the the, the portrayals of that character like feel so different when uh ah, when playing okay. the game versus the show. Um
1: Was there a superior portrayal for you?
0: I just think they're just so different. Like mostly because the interaction with Bill doesn't in the game does not happen in the show at all. So like that show the or the show is like it's just kind of like so isolated and I really like that episode. Um, but like that doesn't happen at all. And then the whole, like you're walking through Bill's town cause he lives in a town by himself. It doesn't happen in the show at all. So like, it's just, it's just so completely different. They're almost like two different characters to me. Um, okay. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh man. So, okay. we diving into episode one. Yeah. I guess it just starts out. We're looking at Joel yeah. and you have the flashback. So with him, his daughter, Sarah and his brother, Tommy. Yeah. And essentially, the world is as it is right now. Everything is peachy. Everything's great. And suddenly, everything is awesome to quote the Lego movie. <laughs> and, <laughs> and suddenly, things take a turn as people start acting a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like there's something that's it's getting out. And it's driving people crazy. And they're eating eating people, attacking people. I just wanted to know. I know you know the game, but if that was to happen to you, what would what would be the first move, what, or what would you need to do? Uh, I think I think I think I asked
0: this question to Brahma one time. She's like, I think I'd probably just walk off a bridge.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, the honest answer. The honest answer. Uh,
0: uh, it's uh, honestly, I don't really know what I would do. I think in my head, I would probably just. Try to find a boat. Honestly, I feel like a boat mm. is the move, you know. That is um, and find a squad of people you can trust, which namely means people you know. And 100%. try to survive on. You know, you just go to like a, you know, a, a a navy yard or a yacht club and just try to hijack a boat and figure it out from there, kind of situation. Preferably mm. with people with a lot of different uh, backgrounds, so we can all find a way to solve the problem of surviving. <laughs>
1: I like that. I like that. Oh man. Would you, okay. Say it, it's like this, the, uh, like the last of us and it goes 20 years and you're, your age now. Are you trying to start a family? Are you thinking about the future? Or are you literally just like, I just need to survive. I can't do the life. I think I would the need, life
0: I would need to survive. And then maybe if I can get up, set up like Tommy does, like somehow with like a group, uh, Okay. Okay. Then yeah, because I would that like honestly, I would totally live in uh that town of Jackson that he sets up in the the, the show because it just seemed like a thriving community, dude. It just seemed great.
1: <laughs> yep, I agree. I was like, that's that's what I'd saying. I don't need to go anywhere else.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm goodness. totally safe and you know, it's totally good. Um, Got
1: electricity, showers. electricity,
0: showers, hot water, food, uh, resources. You know, they don't. They don't, I don't know if they showed it too much in um, the show. I can't remember, but like they have like schools and like all, like a full, full town, baby. Full town, fully functional, especially since they got the power on.
1: Ah, life is good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're staying at Tommy's. We're staying at Tommy's. Staying at Tommy's. Oh, man. But speaking of Tommy, so basically he's a little bit of a troublemaker. Yeah. Gets arrested. Joel has to ultimately go and try and get him. And that's when people are going crazy. So. He gets him, he rep- goes back home, gets Sarah, and everybody's bailing. Everybody's getting out of Dodge. And there's a buildup of traffic on the highways. People are trying to take alternate routes. The army is coming in, trying to control things. And unfortunately, we already dropped the spoiler alert kind of uh, message. Sarah is shot and killed. Yes. And that's the last act. They say, I think it's 20 years later. It makes yep, the time. The time
0: 20 early. years. Well, yeah it's 20 years i will note that the the game takes place in 2013 and the show takes place in 2003 so for whatever reason they wanted to make that change Ooh. um i think it's because they wanted the zombie year or like, like the 20 years later to be in 2023
1: okay it makes sense that makes mm. sense but uh yeah okay so you knew the, the skip was coming and then ultimately um tommy who stays in close you know ties with his brother uh, was going out to Wyoming and mm. they lose communication. And so, naturally, his, his brother Joel is freaking out a little bit. And Joel has a, a lady friend who I couldn't tell in the game is Tess like, are they romantically involved? Or they it's, implied.
0: it's implied. It's uh, implied. Okay. It's not like it's never explicitly shown. Like in the show, they're apparently staying in the same apartment, um, but. In the game, Joel wakes up to Tess knocking on his door and like uh, she's already been like beat up and all that stuff okay, and so he's like, Who go. did this? And he and she's just like just a Punch up punks or whatever and like <laughs> uh kind of like a hard ass in a way yeah. and then she's like well anyways we're gonna go find robert and we're gonna fucking kill him <laughs> like yeah,
1: um, yeah, yeah so
0: uh yeah also another thing that the show changed is that joel was in contact with tommy that is not the case in the game at all really not the case nope they hadn't been they hadn't seen each other it doesn't say how many years but a lot it's implied it's been a long time since they spoke um he just knows that he's out in wyoming somewhere that's all he knows
1: interesting okay because in the show Mm -hmm. they lost contact and so tess and joel are trying to basically get a car battery to get a car to ultimately drive and go see if they can find tommy how did and that's ultimately how they cross paths with the fireflies who are A group of rebels who are fighting out against, I guess, the the regime that maintains peace within the quarantine. Fedra. Yes, also known as the QZ. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's ultimately how his collision course with Ellie is set. What was the impetus for their encounter for the first time in the game?
0: So Tess and Joel meet up because they um, are looking to get weapons. They're like smugglers or whatever and like, you know, we just know that they're like smugglers and that they have a deal set up with robert to get their weapons or uh, to get his to give robert to give them weapons um t- Tess comes to joel saying like he, she's all beat up and he's like who did this and he's like there's like some kids but he's like it's important to know they were robert's men and he's like "Are robert and, and she's like yeah it's like well it was like well and i know where he's hiding so they go out to find him um because apparently uh they they find out that Robert ripped them off. He like was going to give them weapons, but he gave them to the Fireflies. They don't know they gave them to the Fireflies, but they just are pissed off that Robert sold their weapons or whatever, or they want their weapons. I can't remember when they learned that he already got rid of them, but uh, the point is that they go find Robert. And then he tells them that like I don't have the weapons anymore. The fireflies have them. So then Tess kills Robert, and uh, and then like they're like, let's go find the fireflies. And that's when they run into um, Marie, Marlene, Mar Marlene Marie, Marlene. Yeah. Marlene. Um, and Marlene's like, I can get you your weapons, but I need I need you to smuggle something out of the city for me, and that mm. is Ellie.
1: Okay. Mm. Ah, full circle. I love it. I love it. That's a very fast... I wonder why they changed that, but I guess maybe they thought it would be quicker for the story. Um, I think
0: it is because... Why is that faster? Like, set them out towards Jackson. Because they don't plan to go to Tommy's until... I guess we already said spoilers. Until after Tess dies, like... Tess pleads with Joel in the game to be like, you gotta take this girl to Tommy's. Like, he's, he's like, you know, because she is under the belief that Ellie w- will cure the infection. And, like, since mm. she's infected, she doesn't want to turn into one of those things. Like, it's like her dying plea to Joel, which is this whole reason that he's gonna, he's even doing this in the first place, is that he's doing it because of Tess. Um, and then, uh, so, like, he like they don't know where it is they don't like because in the in the show when they show up to like where that drop off is right um in the show is it fireflies that are dead like the fireflies are dead right in the show as well the fireflies, uh, are dead, the yeah. fireflies are dead yeah so that happens in the game as well but it's not infected that show up it's fedra that shows up to oh, um get so- them and that's when tests like guns them down but like sacrifices herself she doesn't like blow up the thing because that
1: was super cool that (laughs) (laughs) it
0: was cool it was cool um you know they wanted to get their zombie budget in i guess Uh, (laughs)
1: we gotta use this money man we gotta use this money
0: um so yeah that's like that that, so these are the small details that they changed that are coming back to me um because tommy used to be a firefly i think that's they mentioned that in the show Um, so she, uh, Tess thinks that if we take Ellie to, or if you take Ellie to Tommy's that he'll find, he'll know where to take her. So that's why they go to Tommy's eventually.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. I will say it was essential for the zombies to be there. So basically episode one ends with them agreeing Mm -hmm. to take Ellie in exchange for this car battery. Mm -hmm. And ultimately there's a soldier who's, who catches them in the act Mm -hmm. and tests them to see if they're infected. And Ellie tests positive for being infected. And Mm -hmm. Joel has to kill the guy. Um, they keep it moving. But to the point of the zombies, they actually describe the hive mind. Um, and the fact that everybody infected is basically just a a little cog in the, the machine of the, overall cordyceps, so it can detect anybody based on any any infected individual. And that so it is, unleashes this horde.
0: Yeah, that is different in the show versus the game. Uh, it's oh. not like that. Um, in the game, and the reason I think they changed this for the show is because in the game it's spores, so you constantly have to like mask up to like go into areas that are infected by spores. And they probably just didn't want their big Hollywood actors having to have uh like gas masks on for like yeah half the time um which you know a big if i have any criticism of the show is that they barely hand a zombie threat kind of be a threat there's like two episodes i can think of that they're like ever really present and it's that this episode that we're talking about with like Tess sacrificing herself, yep. and like the fifth episode when they're in pittsburgh
1: <laughs> so which one was Pit was oh, that with the uh that's Sam not pittsburgh
0: and, uh... oh yeah they changed it in the show for whatever reason. It's in Kansas City. Yeah, um, there you go. There, it's there, in there, Kansas go. City, and in the game, it's Pittsburgh. <laughs> I don't know why they changed <laughs> it. Uh, probably to make them progress a little further towards true, uh, Jackson, um, because like after Pittsburgh, you're you're in Wyoming. So like it just cuts would, all the way there. Like yeah, it cuts you all the way there. Um. Uh, so I makes I guess it makes sense that they're like, we got to you know, move them to the further out. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so what was I saying? So I don't remember what I was saying. Continue.
1: Ah, okay. We were talking about the the fact that spores were the, Oh
0: yeah. The spores though. So, um, and then I, yeah, I was criticizing there's lack of zombies cause, <laughs> and this is probably just more because it's like a game, but like the game adds like that horror, horror element to it because there's always like the threat of the infected, and there's like times where you like there's a moment when you're in like Pittsburgh, which is the Kansas City uh, storyline, um, that like you're climbing through a hotel and then Joel and Ellie get separated because Joel's elevator crashes to the basement and it's pitch black and you just hear noises of infected. It is the most oh. one of the, it's like the most terrifying part of playing that game, but um Bruh no, that would uh 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 uh
1: <laughs> even in a <the> game, <laughs> no. that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> to go Bronwyn. when I might just jump off of something at that point in time. Goodness. It's just gracious. like it's
0: just pitch black and then you hear noises and you have to like turn on a generator which makes a ton of noise and alerts a bunch of the infected and then you have to run out of the room before they get you. It's terrifying.
1: Do you have a gun?
0: Uh yes. You do have a gun at the very least. But there's too many for all your bullets to hit. So.
1: Oh I knew you were gonna say that. So,
0: uh, oh jeez. Uh so yeah, that's that. Yeah. Um, that's more yeah.
1: for me, dog.
0: There's but there's like so many more moments with the infected in the game than there is with the show, and I just feel like it was underplayed. Like I understand that the game is more of a game versus a show, but I felt like it was just kind of like a a forgotten part of the po- like the like. Let's not forget that we are in an infected world. This is not just like post apocalyptic, and the infected aren't a thing anymore, and like we're just. It's a story about Joel and Ellie, which is ultimately it is what it is, but, like, I don't know. You need to have that threat there to think if I had any criticism of the show. It's like that's a big one for me.
1: No, I I agree, too, because, honestly, okay, so episode three was Bill and Frank. It yeah. was kind of their backstory. We really don't see too much of Ellie and Joel. But Ellie and Joel passed through. Mm-hmm. Um, by that point in time, Bill and Frank have died. Yep. But Bill has left all his belongings to them so ellie gets a gun Mm -hmm. and they're in missouri traveling (laughs) along and so here's like you have once again the threat of humans which was predominantly what we were dealing with throughout this this and that's like
0: a major theme in uh the game as well it's like always the threat of humans but like zombies are always like the infected are also a big part of that as well but yeah continue
1: yeah no so i was just gonna ask you because it seems like nobody is nice. Nobody has kind of that. Yes. I don't even know altruistic heart, like where they're just good people. Everybody wants something, and I understand. It's honestly, just it's human
0: nature, that. you know. It's basically human nature because if you there's if you had to pin, like it's the sociological like it's uh, if there's like two axioms of you know human nature, it's probably one is survival, right? Um,
1: mm, axioms I see you bud <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, busting out the SAT words yeah.
0: <laughs> heck yeah it's just like a kind of a game theory kind of sense right
1: Like it makes sense um, and my dad said when we were watching he was like yeah you kind of got to be ruthless in this world because everybody's just trying to survive so you kind of got to
0: yeah and like if, if, if survival is the primary need of you know as like an axiom of you know humanity then like you don't know and you know what you're capable of and when you encounter someone in a place like this kind of world you know that that person also knows what they're capable of so like the smartest thing to do would probably be to kill them before they decide to kill you
1: Mm. okay so basically you're saying that you're ultimately both going to reach the same conclusion that only one of you can survive so yeah you just got to be the quicker one with the gun yeah that's so sad man you don't believe in like if you're like you know what we can both make it cold-blooded cold-blooded Jeez. okay so basically i i should watch out for you if ever this uh although i guess we'd both be on the the boat together Mm -hmm. because we know each other and we have different skill sets, so it would behoove us to to join as one unit. Yes. That yes wasn't convincing. You'd oh, sorry. Say, 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 say. No, no, okay. Wait, say that again? <laughs> no, I said, I said we should team up, and you just said yes. Mm. And I was like, ah, you're, you're going to kill me. It's fine.
0: It's no, fine. no, absolutely team up. But like it doesn't really matter whether it's one or group. The axiom of survival at uh, of the fittest kind of thing and is like the primary need of human nature is like, you know, a basis is always going to be what trumps it all and how you won't necessarily be able to trust strangers in what is essentially lawless territory where kind of anything goes and you're vying for necessary resources.
1: Okay, when you put it that way, that makes sense. And honestly... Especially as it relates to, not, not so much yourself, but your loved ones who might be involved. As we saw, we'll see with Henry and Sam, sometimes you have to do things that you wouldn't do normally because you just care about someone else so much that you're willing to basically murder someone mm-hmm. so that that person, can, that the other person that you care about, can survive. And that's ultimately what happens in Missouri as um, Ellie and Joel are making their way through. They're, I think, in a QZ, or they're just in like some FEDRA base, and they... Are ambushed. They ultimately kill these people. And so there's a squad of just mean, mean, bad, bad spirited individuals <laughs> who are pursuing them. But at the same time, they're pursuing this guy named Henry who gave up the Fedra leaders or the leader's brother to Fedra yeah, in order to get medicine for his young brother, Sam, to get it to treat his leukemia. Mm. And so I was just, Honestly, I used to think episode three was my favorite, and I think episode five ultimately became my favorite. Um, it was just that story of basically Ellie and Joel, and then it kind of ends with um, them meeting uh, – well, four ends with them meeting um, Sam and Henry, but five is just them kind of trying to make it through together because what they decide is that Henry has this understanding of the underground maze of, I guess, roots that will ultimately lead them out, and they need his, his know-how. So they chart a course to go forward and just avoid not only the people pursuing them, but also the clickers slash the infected. I wanted to just kind of get a sense for how you felt about the episode A and B, if you were in that situation, would you readily trust Henry and Sam? Would you work with them or would you shoot them in the back when they weren't
0: looking? Um, I mean, it's hard, right? Like I think, you want to trust people, right? You never want to like go there. Uh, part of you, I think I would definitely want to try to trust someone, but, but you know, it always be kind of scratching at my mind, especially if I had to endure that, that environment for 20 years, you know, like, I feel like it'd be mm. so jaded, like, cause you can kind of see, I mean, I don't know if you got this, um, that Joel is kind of a shell of his former self at the beginning of the season. Um, so like, he's definitely more hardened. He's, you know, like, uh, way colder. Um, and like, there's a, there's a great moment in the game, which I wish the the show did it better justice because they do it, but they don't, the, there's like a good line that Joel says in the game that they don't use in the show. Do you remember when they're like driving up through Kansas city and he like sees like a guy who's like injured and stuff, and like, and and, and uh, he's like, oh my god, do we need to help him? He's like, Joel's like, just put your seatbelt on. And then he like, dr- like floors the car and like runs him over or whatever. Do you remember oh, that?
1: Oh my gosh, I think I do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. In
0: the game, it's like so much more badass. I'm not gonna oh, lie. Like he says, like yeah. he's like uh. Uh, like, the same thing happens where a guy limps out, like, really injured. Like, please help me. And Ellie goes, like, oh, my God, we should should we help him? He's like, Joel just goes, oh, please, he's not even hurt. And then he floors it.
1: And then... <laughs> Dang, savage, dude. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Joel, game it, Joel. It, I see you. Game Joel
0: here. is way... I think the one thing that Pedro Pascal... Or maybe they just like didn't want to showcase too much in the show. Gangel is way more ruthless. Like mm, just Okay. Just way more of a ruthless, like, thug kinda guy. Like, you know, he has moments like that. Uh, um, I know there's like the torture scene in the, the show. The game, it's just way more brutal. Like it's just it's oh, just a much gosh. more brutal moment, and I think it, that's also another point where I think the show did a good job, but I thought the game that scene was like way way better because it really just shows like Joel's like I guess you could say dark side. But, okay. Um, yeah,
1: sounds like he's got a little bit of that little <laughs> mean streak in him.
0: So, Jeez. um, but yeah, no, that was honestly like my favorite, one of my favorite. Episodes. I mean, the my only complaint is that like the villain that they created for that um, episode, which is not in the game, is was okay villain, I suppose. Um, But overall, I really like Henry and Sam's storyline is like one of my favorite parts in the game. Um, So I I like just being able to revisit that and see the kind of the changes that they made to it, which was cool. so I I, was, I mean overall liked it, yeah. Nice,
1: not was Sam deaf in the game too?
0: No, he's not deaf in the uh, game, no. He um okay. they also weren't part of the group that is in the city. They just were passing through and another group ambushed them and um everyone in that they were traveling with were killed except for mm. them. So, they're just trying oh. to get out of the city, and this group is still trying to hunt them and stuff. So,
1: golly, yeah, I mean, just let them go. It's like you got <laughs> what you needed. <laughs> Goodness gracious. See, this world is all about overkill, and I just can't get behind.
0: Yeah, that. so maybe some of these changes for the show are in a little bit more digestible. Um, yeah, yeah. and like you know, they gave character to the to these like bad guys and which is really cool is because they got to like so all the actors from the game made some small kind of uh appearances except except for marlene that was the actress who played marlene in the game
1: that's uh, what i thought okay.
0: um and so like a lot of the except for sam and henry's actor i don't think they were in it which is hilarious because like henry's actor was a famous actor <laughs> uh oh, wow uh Hold on. I think it's he's I forget what he's in. Um, No. Dang it. Why? Now, if I type in who plays Henry, it brings me who like the guy who played him in the show. But I want the dude who ah, plays yeah, him
1: yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: in the game because it's a famous. Uh... wait. Really? I thought it was someone else for some weird reason. <laughs> Apparently uh,
1: not as famous as you thought, there, huh? Oh, you?
0: well, maybe Brandon Scott, which I thought. Oh yeah,
1: the mayor of Baltimore.
0: Just known for his motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This dude from uh, what was he in? What does he do? What is he? What has he done? <laughs> yeah, so famous. No, I, I, like he was. He's in stuff. Like I watched. Um, I don't know if you've seen. Yeah, he's mayor.
1: Wait, is he actually the mayor? Uh, no, of oh. Baltimore. That's that's a different Brandon Scott. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, definitely a different Brandon Scott. Uh, you like, he is in Dead to Me. I don't know if you've seen uh, that. I
1: definitely seen. I've definitely seen this man before.
0: Well, yeah, yeah.
1: He might have been in the Blair Witch Project too.
0: Yes, he is in that. And uh, I don't know. I've seen him in stuff, and I was like, oh, I know that guy. <laughs>
1: Okay. Yeah, absolutely. He has a he has yeah, a he's
0: a familiar face. Yeah, he's a familiar face. Um, but I don't. Yeah, I don't think him or uh, which hilariously I do think the actor who played Sam in the game is the guy who plays Miles Morales.
1: Oh, I was. That's what I thought you were gonna say for um Brandon Scott or for Henry um Shamik Moore.
0: Yeah, I think. Uh, hold on.
1: Yeah. Who yeah, pull it up,
0: bro. Miles Morales. No, wait. What uh, was? No, I, I guess not. Up
1: there, man. You just lied to me. You lied to my face, there, Charlie. I think I
0: might have lied to your face. It yeah, I definitely face. lied to your face. I thought this. I thought someone. Someone. Ah, was. So excited, dude! I was... oh, he is in a Spider-Man. He's not. He's not. Um miles morales in like the uh spider verse oh is he like in the video game yeah
1: (laughs) ah okay man is a video game star yeah yeah goodness yeah (laughs)
0: anyways
1: (laughs) yeah getting back into it honestly okay so that episode basically culminates with kathleen the woman who was pursuing Mm -hmm. sam and henry catching up to them Ellie and Joel and Joel has to take out a sniper before Kathleen gets there but the sniper signals Kathleen Mm. and so this is when common sense wasn't kicking in because they weren't running when they should have run and Kathleen's people find them easily yeah and it's nighttime there's fire and then all of a sudden there's a rumbling and then a horde there's like a giant clicker and then just Mm. like all the infected just start getting out and they're just killing people killing Kathleen's squad and once again This is where common sense did not kick in because apparently there was no sense of urgency on the part of Ellie, Henry, or it's actually you got three people and nobody feels the need to run for their life. (laughs) So they get kind of caught up in it and then ultimately they get away. Only to find at the very end of the episode that this man, Sam, who was the most precious little child, was bitten on the leg Mm -hmm. and is infected. And Ellie... Then, you know, cuts herself and puts her blood on his wound. Tragically trying to like, help him.
0: It's so sad. I said, bro, we got a shot. It's we like, got a Ed shot. It's like a way more sad moment, too. Uh, because in the game, she's not aware of it. She doesn't, like, do anything like that. Um, so, like, there's, like, that. it's just, like, in the show, they make it, like, way more sad. That like, she really does try to help. And, like, that little... <sighs> That, um, moment at the end where she like writes on the etchy sketch, like saying, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, bro. He had his little etchry sketch, yeah. man. That killed me. That killed me. <laughs> ah, goodness. But yeah, no, dude, that was probably one of the hardest sequences scenes to, for me to get through because in the morning she wakes up after mm. giving her blood to his wound and his back is turned and he's just looking out, out of the window and you're like, oh, cool. Like it yeah. worked. We're good. Nah, my man Ravenous, my man wants a little bite of Ellie. Mm -hmm. And so they they struggle, and ultimately, Henry gets a gun, and he's holding Joel off Mm -hmm. so that Joel doesn't kill Sam. And then, uh, but Ellie's obviously in danger because Sam is trying to bite at her. And ultimately, Henry pulls the trigger and kills his own brother, and then he kills himself, I guess, with the grief. (sighs) Oh bro. Okay, how did, how did you, how did you, I mean is that what happened in the game? Is that what pretty happened? Pretty much
0: in the game? it that's what happens like I don't Ellie I don't think was in the show did she sleep in the same room with Sam? I don't think so, right? Or in the show she does. Okay, so in the game she doesn't. She like goes to she wakes up and like Joel and Henry are just like cooking breakfast or whatever um and they're like yeah why don't you go wake sam i'll be sleeping in like that you know and like so she goes in staring out the window just like in the show um and then and then he's like then she he suddenly attacks like oh my god she's like you know infected infected and um he's like and then joel's like oh shit he's turning and like he reaches for a gun and then like henry pulls out a gun and shoots the ground at where the gun is so joel can't get it and he's like don't you dare that's my brother and, um, he's like, uh, he's like, uh, Joel's like, I need to stop it. So I need to stop it. She reaches for the gun again. And then he hears a gunshot and he, he realizes that it wasn't him. That was hit; It was Sam. And then like the same kind of sequence happens for Henry's like, you made me kill my brother. This is your fault. And, um, is like, it's nobody's fault. It's nobody's fault. Henry. And then he t- turns the gun on himself and
1: kills himself. yeah. Okay, I used to say A that was emotionally traumatizing, but B partly more tra- no okay, more, mm-hmm. eh, more traumatizing than that. So we watched that at night, that episode, mm-hmm. and there was a moment in the episode when like the little like infected are attacking, where Ellie is in a car and there's this like little child that's infected that like tries to get her and she gets out. <laughs> Dude, I had that dream that night. Oh no, I could not move and I was in a car and an infected comes and it literally the infected started eating my face and i could feel it like mm. i could feel like the pain and it was crazy it was i've never had that happen so yeah maybe scientists need to look into that because they say <laughs> you're supposed to feel pain in your dreams and <laughs> oh my it's the gosh.
0: brain firing so, off sensors or whatever neurons whatever you want
1: to call it yeah that was the last episode we watched at night i had a specific rule <laughs> we
0: watched all like no. pretty much every episode live so it was always that like night
1: and you never had any dreams?
0: I don't remember my dreams, Palmer. This is a well-known thing about oh, me.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Maybe maybe you had the same thing, man. And your, your brain just repressed it. <laughs> I, I wonder why my
0: brain always represses my dreams. Do I just have nightmares <laughs> all the time?
1: <laughs> just dark thoughts running around in your head there. Oh, man. Ugh. Yeah, so that was, that was my favorite episode, five. And then six was... Ultimately, when they're going through and they make it to Wyoming. Yes. And look who it is. Old Tommy. Old Tommy. United. And not only is it just old Tommy, but there's Maria too, Mm -hmm. his lady. who I guess he's technically married to. And she is with child. And at this point in time, I think Joel's just had it. Emotionally, he is spent. Mentally, is spent. Spiritually, he is also you guessed it spent and so he's just like dude you need to take this girl Mm -hmm. and you need to to take her to where she needs to go and ultimately he decides that no he has to see it through did you okay in the game was that even a plot point
0: yes it is a plot point when they like meet up although they meet up at the dam um not uh not jackson uh okay they're still trying to put power to the dam and stuff and you do some gameplay um and then yeah, uh generator. so they meet up there and like Joel's just like you're gonna take this girl off my hands he's like I don't want anything to do with it anymore um and Tommy goes no I have life here I've got Maria she would kill me all that kind of stuff and uh and he's just like <laughs> and like then they get into a little tuffle over Joel's like after everything I did to protect like save you, and then Tommy has a great line which they didn't do. I don't think in the show. He's just like, "It's like uh, save me." He's like, "I have nothing but nightmares from those ears."
1: <laughs> Dang, Dang. oh, I love it. I love it.
0: Um, and then uh, eventually, um, Tommy will agrees to take Ellie, uh, which is how you get to Ellie. Um, running away because she thinks that Joel's going to leave her
1: Ellie runs away in the game mm-hmm. runs away dang do you have to like find her or is that like the
0: um you do have to just find to her to track her down <laughs> you do have to track her Boy, down with good I'm old Tommy away. wait doesn't that oh it doesn't happen in the show no no yeah, it does not it just, happen she, yeah they just she,
1: they're supposed to go their separate ways and yeah. then she wakes up and Joel's there
0: Yeah, oh yeah, and then they had that like conversation. He's like, I sure as hell ain't your dad. Which is like directly, that whole scene is directly from the game. Like that scene where Ah, they like, ah, like, this is all they had to worry about back then. Like, you know, what shoes and what hair was nice or whatever. And like that whole scene. He's like, everyone except for you (laughs) has left me or died. Everyone except for Mm. you. That's, That's directly from the game
1: wow. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you though because there—I mean, you're seeing this whole world mm-hmm. through the eyes of Joel who knows what life was like beforehand and also Ellie who's literally been living in a Q0 life and mm-hmm. gradually her world is, is expanding. So if it was you and let's just say you're in Joel's position and you knew how the world had been what would you miss the most about the old world?
0: Movies man. Uh, Movies. Yeah the internet
1: <laughs> facts facts
0: i guess facts. it wouldn't have gone away terribly you know far uh, because you know if you had power and access to a computer you I guess you could have the internet if the servers were still functioning somewhere
1: <laughs> that's a that's a big if that's a big if <laughs> i'm not confident in it
0: uh but yeah i guess there's a lot of things i'd probably miss just like technology in general
1: i do feel that. not
0: I having feel to that? be afraid for my life every day <laughs>
1: Also true. <laughs> That's probably peace of mind. That's something I think I would miss the most. Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I totally agree with you there. And honestly, I feel like that episode was pretty like quick, pretty straightforward, because yep. they go from there, and also they explain the backstory for Ellie so that she knows what happened to Sarah, Joel's daughter. Yep. And also, I don't know if we explicitly said this, but Ellie is special in that she cannot become infected when bitten. Yeah. So if you're listening, you didn't watch the show. Somehow you didn't play the game. Didn't
0: catch that Ellie. There's all, the reason that they're escorting Ellie is because she's immune to the cordyceps infection, and so yes. they're trying to manufacture a cure.
1: Ah, nothing like making the drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so that's that's where they're taking her, and there, there's supposed to be this spot like following their trip to Wyoming where Joel can just drop off Ellie, but. When they arrive at this university, they find that not only is it overrun by monkeys, but uh, (laughs) there are some raiders there because, you know, they're just everywhere. And so Joel ends up killing one and gets stabbed in the process. And the episode literally ends with him falling unconscious and this girl, Ellie, basically having to take over and find a safe space for them. Yeah. Uh, I guess, like, does that... Does that That's pretty much, in the game too? pretty
0: much what's true. I think if they stuck with what really happened in the game, which is that Joel falls from the second story of a building and has a metal rod pierced right through him, I feel like a lot of people would probably be questioning how he's actually alive in this day and age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so him just getting stabbed with, like, a wooden thing is, like, way more believable than what actually happens in the game.
1: <laughs> so... Gee, were there... there... <laughs> um were there raiders in the game too or was yeah it just it's like
0: exactly it? what happens in the game although you have to like go through some infected there's like infected in certain areas uh, um naturally. but uh yeah they like find monkeys and then they're like wait who's that maybe it's the fireflies and then they realize that it's gunshots or shooting at them and then the, mm-hmm. you know you do a firefight and then eventually joel gets pushed off a second story Dang. of a of the interior of the building and there's like a metal rod like from like an old rusted rod oh, just pierces him in the stomach um mm. i'm like yeah there's no way you would survive that in like that day and age so i could i guess see, i can see why they changed it but like it was so dramatic yeah. <laughs> it was like holy <laughs> shit like when that happened the first time oh. i was like oh Good God, that is not good.
1: <laughs> oh, dude, at least Tetanus would get him. Come yeah, on, no, te- like, Alex. Everybody on? used to
0: say that. They're like, How did Tetanus <laughs> not kill this man?
1: <laughs> He's a survivor. He's a survivor. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, that just seems like uh it seems like they, they took like the knife, that would bring bringing a gun yeah. to like a knife fight. They're like, Let's just take the knife, let's just make it easy. Let's just make
0: it watch. nice and easy. So yeah, basically that happens uh pretty one to one, I'd say.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. one to one, one to one. And now I couldn't tell. So subsequently, from there, uh, Ellie basically finds this little place to hunker down with Joel. Mm-hmm. Was were the Raiders? Did they follow? Were they part of like that religious? Yeah, they're group? part
0: of like David's group.
1: Okay, and David was in the, in the in the game. Oh
0: yeah, that's like a big moment for like Ellie. Um, another part where I think the game does it a little bit better. I think David's creepiness is played it's he's played by nolan north who uh famous kind of like voice actor and like mocap actor um in the game (laughs) and i just think he does such a good job of playing david he puts on like this weird creepy voice um because he's like he uh nolan north's really talented he plays uh, nathan drake in the uncharted games
1: oh okay
0: um but, uh, so, like, it doesn't sound like, like, his David sounds nothing like Nathan Drake, because he puts on this weird okay. voice, and I remember watching a documentary about the making of this game, and they're, like, uh, they how they heard Nolan say, like, use this voice for David, and they were just, like, Don't that, that's the voice, like, <laughs> that's the, that's it. Um.
1: You nailed it, Nolan. You nailed, nailed it.
0: it. Um, so, that all happens, um, where joel like wakes up when they're like actually they're not about to find him really like he just kind of like wakes up and realizes that ellie's gone and he goes to look for them but there are raiders in the town that they're staying at so he takes a couple of them hostage and he mm, tortures the shit out of them yeah Yeah. (laughs) and like ah dude the game scene is just so much i mean i'm sorry pedro pascal you did your best and they did the best they could to portray it Damn, does the the game really make you show like the brutality of Joel at this point? Of like how he, the it's like they do the same thing. The show and the game basically do the same thing. Like, he does the same thing where he like he stabs the dude in the leg. Like he's like, you better tell me where she is, or I'm gonna pop your goddamn knee off. And then like. <laughs> And then he's just like, uh, he's just like in no. the town, in the town. And then he, like, grinds the knife into his knee more. And he goes, where?
1: Oh, <laughs> my gosh, dude. No, no. I think you need to like Joel at the end of the day as, like, a character. In Are a you supposed to scenario. like Joel?
0: That is the question that I'm going to ask you. Because there's something he does at the end of the, the season.
1: Okay, you know. Do I answer that question, or I'll just say without answering the question? Well, yeah, don't I'll answer, answer the
0: question just yet, maybe, but okay, because uh, okay. we still got to talk through like this whole David arc with Ellie. You're and right, and you're stuff. right,
1: you're right. That was kind of the like the last major mm-hmm. arc, I would say, mm-hmm. of the season. In essence, David is this religious leader who has a sect of people following him. The religious angle guess... was
0: added to the show. That was not a thing in the Uh-oh. game. Yeah, wow. you just think they're you just think they're a bunch of cannibals. That's all you really okay. get out of yeah. and that. and then he's a very charismatic person, and like that is definitely captured. I think in both show and game, he's very charismatic.
1: Like, uh, bro. so wait, did they know they? Were... So in the show, they didn't know the, the people at least didn't know that they were eating.
0: Yeah, we never really get that flesh. perspective, but like, it seemed that everybody who was like, you know, a trained gun, like a high, like a gun, like a guy who's like, you know, fighting, knew because the whole operation was revolving around that, like. They constantly would string up like dead people in like their meat warehouse stuff, <laughs> like, okay. like how Joel stumbles upon it in the show.
1: Okay, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, sorry. Oh. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, that was. And I, and we all, meet my dad, and my sister, and I were like, oh yeah, they're eating people. They're not eating no, no deer. No Goodness deer. Gracious. No venison. Yeah. <laughs> and he was in the girl, like in the show, like somebody's dad died and like can we bury him he's like yeah we'll wait till the spring to bury him i was like you know you're just gone he's, like,
0: he's like you're eating him right now
1: yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh jeez so yeah this is this is the cat this is the guy who's leading this group mm-hmm. and he has the intersection with Ellie while she's trying to basically get some food for herself and for Joel who's kind of unconscious trying to stay alive here and ultimately Ellie agrees to give up her so she shoots and kills a deer she'll give it all up because originally the deal was half but she'll give it all up if she gets penicillin for joel which she's given Mm -hmm. but ultimately the group follows her back and they're trying to locate joel and she decides that she's gonna lead them away and dude once again common sense she was on a horse she was not just running she was just making all the wrong turns these Mm -hmm. guys had guns and she's ultimately captured and put in a cage and comes face to face with this cat, David, who starts kind of hitting on her, which I don't know how old she is in the game, but in the show, 13 she's like, or 14. Child. Yeah, that was highly uncomfortable. No,
0: it, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's supposed to be. And like that is 100% intentional that he is like trying to court her. Uh, oh,
1: oh, <laughs> ugh, it's worse than the gosh darn cannon. <laughs> <My> goodness. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that was worse,
0: pedophilia or cannibalism? <laughs> exactly. What would you rather uh, be?
1: <laughs> I, you know what? I'd rather not be in this situation at all. Uh, okay, so did you find him to be charismatic the, the actor who portrayed him to be a He's charismatic- just like uh, as charismatic?
0: charismatically creepy.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: will say that there's one thing that the game does better than like the show is that because it's a game, you have like a gameplay element to it. And before Ellie gets captured, you and David, because you don't know anything about him when you first meet him, like there's a moment where you just kind of like you almost gain his trust. Like you're like you you fight through a horde of infected together, and like you barely oh, wow. make it out alive, and you can kind of like begin to trust him and all that stuff. Um, so like that whole reveal that he's actually an evil cannibal. Like, hits way harder in the game than, like, the show, where it just kind of skips over the fact that you're supposed to trust this guy. It kind of like yeah. opens up with the fact that, like, this guy's maybe a villain. <laughs>
1: yup. Yep. Yeah, I could tell that from the jump. Yeah. 100%. Um,
0: yeah. So. The, the, like, the See. reveal that he's a cannibal maybe isn't as, like... It might be shocking, but it doesn't, like, have that twist of the knife that you, the game kind of brings to you. Uh, because they gave you, like, this false sense of safety um, mm. that the show doesn't really work up towards.
1: And once again, that ties in the infected, which yeah. we're kind of, at this point in time, not really a factor.
0: No, they're, like... I really. don't even think they appear again after the fifth episode.
1: Honestly... I think you're right, bro.
0: Which is a disappointment and I hope they kind of bring it back for seasons 2 and 3. Um okay. Because I think that just I don't know. I think they blew through the zombie budget in the 5th episode with that <laughs> that massive wave of infected. Um but yeah.
1: <laughs> episode 2 and episode 5 they cost the zombie budget. Mm-hmm. All right. New season let's be a little smarter with it. Mm-hmm. Let's not have a horde. Let's be, you know, practical here. Yeah, because all of that went down. And ultimately, so Joel got the penicillin and he starts coming to, ultimately tortures the guys, gets Mm. the information on where Ellie's at, and he goes to get her. And in the meantime, old David has some some time on his hands and tries to court Ellie. And she does not go along with it. She gets taken out of the, uh, I guess, her cage. And in the show... I think they were going to just cut her, with a, cut her with a meat axe and, like, eat her.
0: Yeah. And well, then she bites him. Yeah, they were just like, you know what? That's enough kind of with her. Like, David wanted to keep her, but, like, she's just too much of a hassle. So they do that in the exact same way in the game show. They put her on the table, and then she, like, does that whole ploy with the infected thing. Um, that is the exact same way that she does it. And then she just meat cleavers the dude right in the – <laughs> which That, that was crazy. That was Troy Baker who plays Joel – in the the guy that she kills, <laughs> who plays Joel, um, in the game. Um, Mind blown. Yeah.
1: Wow. Went from being Joel to the guy who got the meat cleaver in the <laughs> neck. <laughs> Don't meet your heroes, people. <laughs> 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 oh, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yes, sir. Jesus, I didn't expect her to just literally meat cleaver the guy. Because she did that, and then she just took off. Mm -hmm. And then David didn't even really spend a lot of time focusing on the guy. He's just like, oh, he's dead. All right, let me go get him. (laughs) And I was like, well, that was his way To David,
0: it's like tomorrow's dinner. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Food. Okay, we're good. We're fed. We're fed.
0: It's like, oh, thank God I didn't have to go find someone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think about that. He said, all right. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I've been looking at you all week. You looked tasty. This is perfect. (laughs) Oh. Okay, so, yeah, vengeance is on his mind, slash, I guess, more more livestock in the human variety. So he chases after Ellie, and she s- distracts him by setting a fire. And I guess he just says, he's <clears throat> either going to be, I kill you, or smoke inhalation gets mm-hmm. me, one or the other. Mm-hmm. And he goes after, after her. And so she is able to get the meat cleaver, fight her way through, and... Kill him, and in the in the show, she basically kills this dude. Rushes out, and she bumps right into Joel. Was that how it was in the game? In
0: the game, she feels like it's it's different. Um, so yep, restaurants on fire and all that stuff. There's a little game of cat and mouse that you kind of get to play with against David. It's like almost like a little boss fight, if you will. Okay. Um, but it's like a puzzle-ish kind of thing. Um, so. What happens is that at the very end, like, she gets the meat cleaver as, like, David's kind of, like, on top of her about to, like, kill her. But she, like, knocks the meat cleaver in the, out of his hands. And then, like, she's, like, crawling towards it, gets the meat cleaver, hits him with it. And then she's just constantly just, yeah. like, bashing his head in. And then Joel yeah. comes in and picks her up to stop her because she's just so traumatized by the person that she thought she trusted the way that like she kind of like felt violated betrayed that trust that she's just like overdoing it like blood is splurting everywhere when she's like going ham on like his Like, like, you don't get to see his face, but I can imagine his face is no longer with us. Um, (laughs) She's flown to the next plane. (laughs) Uh, um, Because, like, it is just so violent and visceral. It's like really like a primal reaction. Um, And like Joel's the one who comes in, like kind of snaps her out of it. She doesn't like run out. Like Joel has to come and stop her.
1: Oh, okay, so she needed some restraint mm-hmm. and it was forcibly put on her. Okay, yeah. jeez. But I think honestly, so Ellie's character has a lot of growth throughout the season. She starts out as kind of this annoying kid mm-hmm. who's just curious about everything and then she kind of learns about what what true danger is. And um, ultimately, you know, she has to fight through a, a number of Raiders. And we get a little bit of backstory with her. Uh, In terms of just her friend from back in the QZ, whose name is escaping me at the moment, but basically she's played by the sister uh, from Euphoria. And uh, basically you just see this friendship, the friend goes away, and nobody knows where she is for a while. Uh, But she sneaks back into their school and gets Ellie and says that she's joined the Fireflies. And she wants to take her out to just take her to this abandoned mall where they have like a, a night of it, um, and there's a budding romance between the two. I'm curious, was that in the game?
0: Yeah, it was. I mean, it's not in the what? base game. It was added as like an extra story chapter later on, like a year okay. after the game came out. So, um, yeah. So we this the the backstory. This is all part of it. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm.
1: Now I'm curious because they never showed. So essentially have a good time they both kind of have feelings for each other they're hanging out but little do they know that there's an infected in the mall Mm -hmm. who ultimately attacks them bites both of them and this is where ellie discovers that she has the immunity to uh, she doesn't know it in the moment but
0: this is the moment that she gets bitten and she'll eventually find out
1: um yes mm -hmm. and her friend also gets bitten too yeah and they just agree that they're going to just die together. They're not going to kill each, like kill themselves, kill each other, just they're going to go crazy mm-hmm. and do the
0: uh Ellie never did. Zombie
1: life. Yeah, exactly. And so my question was, in the game, do you know what happened to her friend? No, Cause...
0: it happens that ends the exact same way.
1: Oh my gosh, why? Except the okay, show kind of
0: I... answers the question a little bit. Um so there's a moment where Joel is teaching Ellie in the show about like uh, shooting a gun and all that, and he says, "Like, have you ever done it before?" She said, "Yeah, once." And uh, he's like, "He's like, but I don't want to talk about it."
1: Oh snap! Yeah, to ima- okay.
0: we like always assumed it was kind of like an answer for fans because we always assumed that Ellie had probably killed Riley.
1: Okay. Riley, right. see, that was her name, mm-hmm. Riley. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, I didn't even remember that, but now that you say it, something does ring a bell there. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that was a good episode. And I liked just the fact that, you know, you got to see what it's like to be a young person. And for a second, you feel like the world's kind of normal and all that, Mm -hmm. because you have to understand that, I guess, neither Riley nor Ellie has ever known anything. uh, Otherwise, I guess my question then for you, because I'm so curious, this is, it's such a unique situation. No, yeah, no, it absolutely is.
0: That's why I was excited to do this uh, podcast episode. Because it is yeah unique. yeah
1: absolutely because you're and you're just like you're thinking about man if I was in that position mm-hmm. I don't know what I would do okay so if you're Ellie mm-hmm. how do you because you don't know you have immunity but you know you're gonna would you decide let's just become infected
0: I don't know I don't think I could let myself I know but the thing is like oh there's the off chance I'm immune like I think part of me would uh... like in the moment would be too afraid to um like turn into one of those things, but I could never want to turn into one of those things because I think Sam brings it up as well. It's like, does your mind, does your mind like, uh, he says this in the game the night before they go to sleep. Um, (laughs) and he's like, he's like, do you think they are still people on the inside? Like, do you think that they're like aware of what they're doing and all that? And like, that would terrify me.
1: Oh, true, dude. And you're literally like eating people. Ugh. Okay, yeah. So you're you're pulling a Bronwyn? I think so. <laughs> okay, yeah. I was like, we're going to make that a thing, pulling a Bronwyn. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, okay. I, what
0: about you, Palmer? What would you do in this situation?
1: Truthfully, I might just ride it out. I might just ride it out. Because it. it'll be, not to say painless, but like... I don't know if you know, if you can feel the transition from like your human side to your infected side. So I'm like, let go. And let God, I, I gave it everything I had and maybe they'll find a cure and I'll be okay. And maybe they won't. And I'll just be shot. But I don't, I don't know if I could do it, man. I don't know if I could do it.
0: And I don't know how I would feel truly in the actual position. I hope to never have to be in that position. You know, you and me both. Brother. Let's hope that never you happens. Um, <laughs> All right, since we have like kind of matters. a bit of a long episode already, I do want to talk Ew. about the ending, which I honestly think is yes. kind of the next big part uh, in the show anyway. So, uh ending. Let's I mean, there's definitely I could talk all day about, you know, Joel's character development and, you know, how we see him as a character, but maybe we can touch on that a little bit with this ending. So, Palmer, I, this is a okay. big moment in a, yes. the, in this story is how this show or this The, 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 this season kind of ends and I want to get your thoughts on like, what did you think of this ending?
1: Okay. So let me remember. So basically Joel and Ellie go, they ultimately find the fireflies. They realize that yes, Ellie can be the cure,
0: but it it would kill her in the process.
1: Yes. And she, in the game, did she know that that was the case?
0: They tell Joel, we never see them till Ellie. Or, like, so we don't know if she's been informed about this or anything like that. Um, Joel's just told by Marlene that, like, she's going to die. And then that's when he gets, like, find someone else. Like, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Rage movie. Yeah. Um, Dang. And it's like, there is no one else. Like, um, wrong. So let's start there. Okay. Okay. Kind of a a different tone from Joel. Someone who wanted to just disregard her, you know, only a couple of months ago is now suddenly, like, attached.
1: Yep. And why do you think – yeah, so go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Why do you think that is? I think it's just – I mean, trauma bonding is incredible. But uh, (laughs) it's like you spent all this time – She's and he he recognizes she's not his daughter. But I think it captures the spirit of something that he feels – Got away from him too soon, mm-hmm. and so I and you see it almost in episode I think it's episode one yeah when that soldier basically tests he tests and um, Ellie to see if they've been if they've been infected, mm-hmm. and he he and Tess come up like they're good but Ellie comes up red, and you see him flash back to when Sarah his daughter was basically um shot by the soldier, and he just goes off and yeets the dude, yeah, so I think that it was always there. I think that was kind of the the first clue, but I think just over time, I mean seeing her he even asks for jokes from her little joke book at that one point in time, which he had originally said were mm-hmm. stupid and annoying. Mm-hmm. so you can tell that she she grows on him, yeah, and I think that's ultimately what compels and I think at that point in time he's like we're we're full on, we're we're going and he murders people he just killed everybody (laughs) like nobody was left alive in that building after that man came through it was crazy
0: yeah so Uh, what what like so what like when when that was happening what do you remember was like going through your head in the moment of like like, holy <laughs> my god, I can't believe he's doing this kind of thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I was like, I get it. I thought he was just going to, like, you know, inconspicuously sneak in. Mm-hmm. And then just take her and then inconspicuously sneak sneak out. But, no, he, he shoot, and I, he provides the rationale. Because when he's talking to Marlene, and he shoots her, but she's not dead. And she's like, it's fine. Like, basically, like, you don't have to do this. And he's like, you will never stop coming after her. So I do have to do this so he just kills them and I think honestly in this world like you said he's been living through this for 20 years it's kill or be killed mm-hmm. I think and I think he's content in being selfish he doesn't mind that yeah he's screwing the whole world by possibly like imp- impeding them from developing a cure but it's like his life his world has basically been flipped upside down more times than he can count and it's, it's worth it for at least this one time for him to get a win So I respect the decision, but in the grand scheme of things, I mean, you had a chance to literally save the world, and you said, I'm choosing this one person over everybody. And he never gave Elliot, that we know, he never gave Elliot a choice. He just basically made the decision for her.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's like the ultimate question about the end of the first uh, part of this two part I'm going to say I'm going to call them parts um because there's part one and part two of this game um like there's last of us one and there's last of us two but they call them last of us part one last of Us part two but anyways um I think it's like the ultimate like kind of like decision a lot of like fans have been talking about for the last like 10 years was like was Joel's choice the correct one like did he just Mm -hmm. damn all of humanity and like uh to save one person for selfish reasons and one of the things i think i like uh would have a criticism of the show here is uh i I, i'm I'm glad that like you got that impact from the end -hmm. of the season because i felt like it was rushed like i felt like that ending just kind of happened real fast like in the show it's kind of a bit of a slow burn to like joel building up to being like rampage like you know <laughs> like he just kind of just does it in the show and like you know maybe it's because it's a game and you have to like fight through the whole hospital yourself um and you're just you're just yeeting people off the planet earth <laughs> man it's like you kill like 50 people 60 people yeah. and like in the show it's just like it's a couple minutes shootout I felt like it would have been more impactful in a way if I, I don't know they dragged it out. I don't care. If there's a moment you drag that out, you drag that part out because I like you got to let the audience really wrestle with the situation that he is putting everyone mm. through. Um, because i don't know I, I i'm glad you got I took that away from me i was worried that maybe people weren't going to get the messaging that was happening at the very end or maybe it wasn't clicking with them because it was very clear uh in the game of like holy hell like <laughs> yeah um it's like and i remember one person i i remember talking to i was like with when they beat it he's like that ending was pure evil and then he paused and goes but I loved it. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Yep. <laughs> loved it. Loved it. Um, but like, so you know, he does all this. He like just goes in, murders everybody to save Ellie, gets out of there, kills Marlene, drives home. And then, and then what did you think about when he just turns to Ellie and just lies to her face about what happened?
1: Dude, I was like, if she has any idea as to what truly went down, I don't know if he comes back from that. I don't know what their relationship looks like after that. Because I know she she can be cold-blooded, obviously. Mm-hmm. She's killed people. But at the same time, like he took that decision out of her hands, killed basically Marlene, who I think she was pretty fond of, mm-hmm. bunch of innocent other people, and she's lived in this world that's... know full of fear especially now that she's she's gotten a chance to see it
0: and And don't forget riley her best friend the girl she had a crush on uh, saw her go mad with the infection and probably had to kill her
1: that's true too perspective okay so taking that into consideration as well yeah there's no way that they're coming back from that if, if she finds out coupled with the fact that joel clearly does not care whether he's telling the truth or not as long as he protects her. Mm-hmm. And I think he honestly wants to keep his, I think now is really when he's moving her into the, the surrogate daughter position. So he kind of wants to keep a good moral upstanding kind of place in, in her head, at least as far as he can. So that was crazy. And I just, to lie to her, it's one thing to kill. Okay. <laughs> it's one thing to kill like 60. People. It's another thing to lie about it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I I think it was he made a boo boo. He picked the whole bouquet <laughs> of boo boos. Yeah, so, yeah. And I don't know if he comes back from it. Well, okay. Well, you knew it was coming. I know you said it was a little rushed, mm. but when you finished the game for the first time, what were your thoughts?
0: I was kind of just like, uh, I, I remember being very stunned. Like, mm. I, I was, I think at the time, when i went through it i was like hell yeah i'm gonna go rescue ellie just gunning <laughs> down all these fireflies like <laughs> um but then, like when i when i got like a chance to kind of like reflect on it and like talk to somebody about it shortly after i remember because like they had also just uh finished the game like it was it was just like i i i just re- i just remember reflecting like yeah that was kind of messed up like i can't believe that's like <laughs>
1: Why are you laughing? way you said and I
0: talked to someone, maybe
1: oh, like a professional. Um no, I just no. I'm good.
0: I'm uh, good. Uh, yeah, so it was just it was the uh, I just kinda reflected and I was like I I, I I constantly questioned whether or not that was the correct decision and I can see that why Joel did it because like he replaced Ellie with Sarah. It was as you kinda said you know, something that, like, he kind of regained his own humanity because when we first, like, through Ellie, he regains his humanity because when we first meet Joel, he's a normal dad, loses his daughter in a terrible, terrible way, and then, you know, we over the next 20 years, he's a shell of a human, just kills without remorse, um, you know, kind of goes through the motions, and then throughout this journey with Ellie across the country, he becomes more and more of a human again so, like, you can totally see why he does it, um, so it was always just, it was, but, like, was it the right decision is just always going to be on the mind, you know, kind of forever and ever in a way, um, like, do you damn all of humanity to kind of be, like, that selfish? It's just, yeah, it's wild. It's, it's definitely an interesting conundrum, but, like, it is such a great twist, in my opinion, that, like, you know it's it, it's it's truly just a story about grief at the end of the day
1: when you simplify it like that that does resonate with me yes yes that's very true but dang talking about grief in a zombie apocalypse when you had the chance to save the world mm-hmm. and you decided against it <sighs> don't
0: worry man because this the theme of grief is not over yet <laughs> ah
1: more to come in part yes, 2. Yes,
0: I want to know what you think what might happen a little prediction zone here. Um what do you think okay. is going to happen in part 2?
1: Okay, predictions. I think Ellie's going to either figure out what happened or come something's going to cause a rift between she and Joel. I think there might be a time skip slightly as they grow apart. I think also apparently there's another city so, maybe they uh, both meander their way over there and find that they're trying to, maybe word's gotten out, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just going off, off the dome here, but maybe word's gotten out about what happened, people maybe know that there might be a cure, Um, that somebody killed a whole bunch of people, and so they might just start testing people, and Ellie has to kind of stay, you're shaking your head no.
0: Oh, no, it. no, 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 you're good. I mean no, these okay. are interesting just... theories and it's uh, yeah, for all those who haven't played the game and and for all those who have, for those who know, no. And for those who don't, <laughs> live in peacefully, I guess. I will okay. say I-Y-K-Y-K. that I will say that I think part two is a more compelling story, even if it is not tightly like, narratively wound as part one, as just, like, the simple journey of, like, traveling across the United States in, in a post-apocalyptic world. I think part two is more compelling. It is way darker um, from, like, a, you know, theme standpoint. It's much darker. and uh, But, yeah, it's great. I liked it. I liked it more. And I'm excited to see how they kind of do it. I think it'll be di- very difficult to adapt, but uh, I'll be excited to see how they do it.
1: Yeah, this should be good, dude. I I loved the first season, and I'm excited for the second.
0: All righty, well, this is one of our longest episodes. I think clocking yeah, into the time is going by to, uh, clocking into an hour and a half. But um, well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Sorry we've been a little sporadic in our schedule with these releases. Just been very, very busy. I'm hoping that we can get a little bit more consistent as we round out the rest of this year. This has been the What You Got Podcast. You can catch our episodes every Monday evening. Follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hit us
1: up on social media, which Palmer can let you know where you can find us gladly you can find us on instagram at what you got podcast what you spell w-h-a-t-c-h-a or on twitter which i guess has now been renamed x at what you got cast <laughs> don't, call don't call it x don't call it x yeah we're, we're solely no, twitter, twitter
0: solely twitter. twitter um and uh oh i didn't say that you know we're your hosts charlie Bud, and join with me as always is the wonderful jordan palmer and until next week where we hope to talk about oppenheimer that's the goal. If not, expect something something. I'm sure we'll come up with <laughs> it. You know, but hopefully Oppenheimer. Me, no. It's bit is overdue. Until next time.